you. Anyway, okay. So, All right. like, it the middle band, you've clearly, have you been to a concert before? I've been to a few, yes. Okay. So, like, the last band, the headliner, that's yeah. when shit gets wild. It it also depends on what time that headliner is hitting the stage. Charlotte has a Charlotte has an outdoor music curfew of eleven o'clock. So, well, we're playing indoors, so <laughs> no telling when that, <laughs> no telling what time that can be. <laughs> That's fair. It's definitely an inside gig. <laughs> he's um, like, he's like, but, that part does not concern us, Clyde. But but yeah, it really just depends. Like if you're getting on if you're if you're the last band and you're getting on at like one or one thirty in the morning, it's no that's a rough I'm time. Not, no, if you're getting on at that time, but I'm not gonna be there. If you can get on, you know, on a on a Night like that around 11, 10, 30, 11, that's about prime time. That's what I'm talking about. But that's usually like, that's usually like the middle band though. All right. Well, you'll, but either way, whatever, either way, either way, we're going to rock out with our shirts on. I don't know how to really say. <laughs> I mean, that was, you could be, that's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> I mean, you can be sure. We're all gonna keep, I'm not going to be sure. It's a, it is a family place on, for the most part. So, and everybody's going to be so, eating pizza and stuff. So it's a. Uh, just don't want. Let's, just don't want grown, grown men with the shirt. Don't want grown men with their shirts off with pepperonis flying everywhere. You just don't want that. It's a weird combination. <laughs> exactly. Agreed. Agreed. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's not do that. But all right, man. Cool, man. Still look, looking forward to everybody coming out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna bring uh, a whole group of people. Yeah, let's. Uh, this will come out Thursday, so everybody come out Friday night to Amici's and check out Fifty Flies and hang out with uh with us. We're gonna be there. Yes. Hit the website. What's that so, website again? Let's go. Uh, fiftyflies.com. Fiftyflies.com. JV. Drop that music yes, line. Sir. Drop that news line. All right, team. You're all doing well. So last night, the 81st Golden Globes Awards were held. So we record these pods on wow. Monday. So that was last night which was Sunday night and the 81st Golden Globes. JV, did you watch it? That is wild, and no, I did not. I didn't watch it either because I hate award shows. <laughs> I mean, I've seen most of it online, on the socials somewhere or another, at least the highlights. Yeah, that's all that there, really matters. I, I saw uh, Brie Larson cry, uh, seeing Jennifer Lopez, I saw that. Uh, I, I, I also cried probably when the I best saw clip. J, J Lo. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I and, cried yeah, when I saw J Lo. <laughs> I, I cried when I saw J Lo uh, be a fly girl and in living color, though. So, different time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Different time. Still a like, great time. Still a great time. Yeah, the, the best time. Wow. <laughs> uh, I sent you this link uh, coming from uh, CNN.com, CNN Entertainment. About the list of winners, man. Anything notable that you saw? Uh, I see your your favorite show, uh, Succession, was all over this thing. Yeah, it was. And it looks like the other show you talk about that I still haven't watched yet. The um, the bear got got a bunch of awards too. Guys, for the record, uh, there's actually no bear on that show. Just letting you know. So it's it's you can watch it. No like big big hairy chest guys, none of those on that show. That's kind of bear. None of those that's either, yeah. Bear you're talking about. 
It's not the kind of beer we're, it's it's talking. Okay. <laughs> family show. Definitely family not show. Watching it's it now. Not okay. Definitely not a family show either. <laughs> um, no man. Um, some really cool wins here. Uh, like you said, the bear racked up three wins. Succession wrapped up three beef. Racked up three wins. Mm. Did you see that? I have not. Have you watched that yet? I have not. No. That's one that we might have to man, jump on and and watch. I've man. been missing out on some shows other than uh, Marvel and Star Wars shows. That's about that's all I've been doing for for a while now. <laughs> that's where your life is right now. Okay? <laughs> that's where it's at. Disney. I, I, I learned a lot about Star Wars though. I was going to tell you that. Disney Disney owns the rights to Javier right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> really do. Oh, man. The big win of the night over there in the film world was Oppenheimer with five yeah. wins. Five wins, guys. Um, just racked it up. Well, I, thought, I really thought, I, oh, yeah, 1,000%, man. I thought Barbie yeah. was going to win more. They won cinematic and box office achievement. Obviously, it won a Billy and like best song yeah. as well. Um, but I was expecting them to win a lot more. Uh, but who knows, man? This is just the first part of the award shows. Uh, we hmm. have the Emmys and then we have uh, the Oscars as well. So, guys, it's uh, we're we're the, the Golden Globes cranks open the uh, the uh, uh, award season for Hollywood. So, I'm kind of excited. I did hear that your boy uh, Joe Coy, I don't know if that's your boy or not, uh, had a interesting time over the night. Um, he's not getting first, very much praise for his performance as a host. First time host, right? Yeah, <laughs> not a. You know, not a, he's got a certain yeah. sense of humor that I don't. I don't feel like it, it was going to fit very well there. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I didn't really catch anything. I heard he had like a Taylor Swift gaffe or whatever, but other than <laughs> that, I heard that like nothing really landed. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, as long, to, for for me, that's one of the hardest gigs of the year is hosting these award shows because you're you're one man, you're one woman, you're expected to do a monologue, expected to tell some jokes. Um, it's it's harder than you think. And if you're like a seasoned yeah. professional, like a Chris Rock, uh, like a Tina Fey, like a Jimmy Kimmel, uh, it's easy for you, right? That That's very natural. Yeah. Even though, even be, just because you're a stand-up comedian doesn't mean that you are um, going to be good at this. Or, or good at the, the improv side of the comedy as well. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I've never seen him once like do any kind of improv or any kind of show like that where it wasn't like a skit uh with when you got like chris rock and those guys that's that's what they were brought up on you know it was just classic yeah just uh making it up as they go uh so yeah well he made it through it so made it through good. it <laughs> all, I'm, all, all I'm saying is like, hey, Emmys, hey, Oscars, if you want a good pair of hosts, I'll let your boys right here, yeah. okay? Clyde Smith, Javier Villalobos, we're natties. We come with our own material. Uh, we do yeah. our own number of song and dance and everything. We don't even need NPH. We will do it yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Let us know. We got y'all. If maybe, maybe it's too late this year, but 2025 – Come holler at your boys, all right? We're we on a, the map. We got, we'd a band love host. That, got a band that can play. Uh, guys, we have a band. Well. In-house band. We don't need an orchestra, guys, yeah. okay? Yeah. We'll just playing like, we'll start much. playing like amazing rock music when somebody goes way too long on their Oscar speech. We got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this episode, we're discussing the shows for our imaginary Civil War in our movie of the week, Night Swim. For some reason, we're just staying in the water, Javi. Hmm.
All right, team. We got some trailers coming at you here. Imaginary and Civil War. Uh, guys, I don't know if you know, but we have a link tree in the show notes in the description. You click that. We do have one, one link tree. And it you open it up, and a lot of stuff is there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Branches. You got to. You got to click gotta. on the trunk, and then the branches come out. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff there, guys. We got a Facebook. We got an Instagram page. We got a Twitter. We got a Tiki Talk. We got a YouTube page. You'll be able to see our full reaction to these trailers in a full episode of the pod on our YouTube page, guys. What day did those episodes drop? Uh, for YouTube, it is yes. Saturdays. Saturdays, guys. Saturdays, Saturdays, you can see our lovely faces on a new pod. Hit us up, guys. Audio on Thursday, video on Saturdays. Like, share, subscribe. Oh, my God. Hey, team, we got um, Imaginary from, uh, according to IMDb, we have a woman returns to her childhood home, discovered that the imaginary friend she left behind is very real and unhappy that she abandoned him. Um, <clears throat> Directed by Jeff Wadlow, and like Blumhouse does, a very no-name cast of people. Uh, but... JV, we talked about it when we, uh, you know, during when we saw the review, saw the trailer for Megan. We're going to be talking about Night Swim here. Jason oh, Blum yeah. and Blumhouse, what they do is they take everything that we love and just turn it to a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything. Like, I don't. Uh- they're trying to take my entire life and scare me. See this Gatorade I'm going to drink? I'm afraid to drink it because there's going to be a movie about it in 2025 about yeah, yeah. lime See? Gatorade and how it's possessed or something. <laughs> what What are your thoughts on this trailer, brother? So, so, yeah, like, and with these movies, too, like, as we were watching uh, Blumhouse Productions, go through movie after movie after movie they're getting better and creepier as they go along like megan was creepy but it was still like kind of funny yeah um and then uh this one imaginary you know it's creepy. It's like it's kind of like Chucky. You know, Chucky's got this small little little thing that's coming after you. But this one isn't like a creepy doll. It's just a bear, which makes it even worse. Like, it's a cute little roughed up bear that yeah. is out to kill you. Yeah. Like, and, is he's on a re- you know, this bear's on a revenge you, but- tour. I don't know about you. My wife's got a few little stuffed animals around the house. You know, uh, I'm going to have to put some kind of trackers on them, put them in cages. I don't know what I'm going to have to do put, now. Put the, apple, to go to sleep that, at put the apple air tags on them. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you a-holes are at at all times. Yeah, every time they come like near my bedroom or close to my door, I'm like, it's going to go off. Yep. Gotta get the shotgun out. Mm. Team, uh, we got we got imaginary. It's it's a movie about a uh pissed off bear. So with those on our socials and let us know your thoughts. I am now afraid of teddy bears. Cool. (laughs) All right, team. We have uh Civil War. According to IMDB uh, when Captain America and Tony Stark don't see eye to eye, uh, there's a big <laughs> wrong. They clicked wrong on the wrong phone to IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> wrong one. When the when the Sokovia Accords go awry, um... <laughs> what's great is uh, is on the the audio. Nobody's gonna know what we just watched. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing at all, guys. These guys, just, these guys are just now catching up on the Civil War trailer. 
from from eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, that movie. Okay, guys, this is Civil War. It's come from, for, according to IMDb, in the near future, a team of journalists travel across the United States during a rapidly escalating civil war that has engulfed the entire nation. Yeah, this, com- this comes from us uh, from Alex Garland, starring Jesse Plemons, Kirsten Dunst, Nick Offerman, um, Wagner Mora, and a whole host of other people as well. Uh, JV, yeah. give me your thoughts on this, man. Pretty big movie, like uh, from what we saw the visuals. I mean, they got. You know, the White House covered in military, pretty big airstrikes going on. Um, but the trailer, all uh, you know, aside from it being like a war situation, like looked really good. Uh, and kind of going in and out, I guess, of these war zones and these territories that they're, you know, I guess they're kind of going across the country or going on a journey from one point to another to get to the White House. I don't really understand what's yeah. going on there. Yeah. But um, the different scenes we went through looked pretty awesome and uh, really makes you want to want to check it out to like really learn what's going on, what what's this is all about. Yeah, this is this is the big budget movie that I definitely want to see. It uh, it scares me it should scare every american and 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 i i i hope right alexander alex garland is not a guy who's like pro one way pro another hell alex garland is not even an american (laughs) so it's interesting this coming from him but at the same exact time um i think this is just going to show the stupidity and the flaws kind of from both sides of the political spectrum and even getting into a, a civil war, probably about the smallest, dumbest thing, and how it can like create all these, create all this separation and create create all this anger. Right, we're on the cusp. Everybody says that we're on the cusp of that now. We're on the brinking, yeah. the break of that right now. Um, you know, so this is just like go, tapping into into that. But I hope this is a movie that we can learn a lot about that and avoiding it as well i don't know man um alex alex garland i love all of his movies this is one i'm definitely going to check out in theaters uh this looks good with this cast as well man yeah i mean even scary even the even the cast even if it wasn't who they were the the look and the feel of this trailer was very appealing yeah as far as a as a film you want to see on the big screen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, guys, uh, we got Civil War with all this on our socials. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Uh, Jesse Plemons, Nick Offman, Kirsten Dunst. Come back to do it again, guys. So, yep. Let us know. Awesome. All right, team, we're going to jump into this week's movie. We have Night Swim. This movie, Night Swim, guys, pretty recent. Just dropped this past Friday. This is uh, our uh, first first new movie of the year, right? First new movie of the year, man. Big ups, first. big ups, big ups there. So, yeah. And uh, we, went, we went swinging for the fences on this one. Yes. Bringing it in, uh, <laughs> bringing it in hot to rear <laughs> or cool because we're in a pool. Hey, oh, um, <laughs> hey guys, this one is directed by uh, Bryce McGuire, written by Bryce McGuire and Rod Blackhurst from a short story by both of those gentlemen. We had a budget of 15 million and so far it's grossed 17.7 million. Starting this, we have uh, Wyatt Russell as Ray Waller, Carrie Condon as Eve Waller, Emily Hefferly as Izzy Waller, Gavin Warren as Elliot Waller, Waller, Jody Long as Kay, Eddie Martinez as Coach, Elijah Roberts as Ronan, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this one, Ranuma 
Pithanki as Dr. Shridhar. Vincent Clare as the pool tech. He gets a, uh, a mention. He's pretty funny. Uh, Elia Zara as Angel and Nancy Lanahan as Waller's real estate agent. Oh, yeah. All right, brother. Go ahead and give us that uh, quick synopsis of this flick. A family moves into a vacant home that seems to be everything they're looking for. And after a few weeks and some swims in their pool, they start to notice some strange things happening. And they also discover some frightening information about previous owners. All right, man. So let's go ahead and uh, jump right into this one here. First off, we got Wyatt Russell as Ray Waller. Uh, he is a dad. He is a ex-baseball, big league baseball player. Uh, currently suffering from MS when we meet him in this movie, right? He has the, the cane, he's a dad, um, just trying to get by, right? I like that this is a yeah. family that is not, like, rich over the top. Oh, yeah, we just we can move anywhere. We got a pool. Uh, you know, there's a reason why they have to move to where, where they're going. And, yeah. you know... Just as a just as a point of making a feature length film, I think that was very important to understand um, to to make the Wallers, you know, him and the rest of the Wallers like a regular American family just trying to get by. I did appreciate that. Yeah, but he's a guy who uh, loves his kids, uh, wants his kids to be very in the you know athletics or whatever. Loves his wife. Feels bad, right? He's he kind of toes the line in between, like, man, like baseball's my my world. It's my way that I feed my kids. I love them. Yeah. I want to do that so I can be successful and be that guy for them. But at the same exact time, he knows with the MS that he needs to slow down and be more of the family guy. And his wife is like, "Yo, man, I I got this. You know, I got this job yeah, at the yeah. school." Let me go ahead and do my do my thing and assist. Um, but you know, in the back, we're we're, we're guys. We want to provide. We want to be there for our families and everything. So, in the back of his head, he's still just like, "Yeah, I uh, still want to play baseball because that's how I make my money yeah. there." So, yeah, we get to see him go through a few different stages of. Uh, first off, you know his MS, and then getting better and then getting a whole lot worse. Yeah. Um, so that being said too, like along with that, then you also see like the, the emotional switching as we progress through the movie and the plot of the movie, which I mean, it's, it's Wyatt Russell. We've seen him in a lot of good stuff. And this was kind of interesting to see like, the kind of small screen, not small screen, but smaller role. I feel like for him, um, yeah, because he wasn't even the lead. Yeah, that was the the real interesting part. Is like he, it was really like the wife, right? Mm-hmm. Carrie, to me, yeah. it was like the it was like the wife who was really going through going through the the problems right like she's the one carrying the weight now while he's doing this stuff and still trying to take care of the kids and getting them through all their stuff and it was interesting interesting role for him i thought agreed man um moving over there to her we have carrie condon as eve waller uh Loving mother, loving wife, wants to be there for her family, uh, wants to do there. Wants her husband to slow the hell down, so yeah. you know he he's on this planet longer to see his kids grow up there. Right? She knows who she married. She married a big league baseball guy. He is. He wants to get back yeah. to that. She's the one who needs to like, you know, assist with like. I know you want to get back to that baby, but like, we need you here. Your focus should be here with us. Um, yeah. You know, so I definitely did appreciate her as a as a character. Um, where they move, right? And you know, we have the kids, and we'll talk about the kids in a, in a second. But where they move is to a a place where there is a community, and they they find this pool, right? 
um, they found this house with a pool, and the pool had had a murder in it. We kind of get that in the beginning of the movie, um, or a murder or a disappearance or whatever. It's never really told exactly what happens in the movie, but um, what yeah. what what we what we see is this family moves there. They fix the pool, they clean the pool, and they have a good good old time. But there's some creepy things that happen, and it, it, I I don't. Yeah, I was expecting everything weird to happen at night, and you know we'll talk about Elliot, the the the, the kid, the boy in, in a second. But like, you have a title named Night Swim, and like something happens during the day. Actually, two things happen during the day, <laughs> right? So I'm like, so like yeah. it almost take it almost like takes me out of the movie when you call it Night Swim. And this thing happens. Uh, yeah. But let's go ahead and uh, jump. We have uh, Amelia <laughs> Horrible as Izzy Waller. And then we got Gavin Warren as Elliot Waller, the two kids. One's in middle school, maybe, and the other one's a high high schooler. She's going out for the yeah. swim, swim team. Clearly, she's going out for the swim team because it's called Night Swim. And then Gavin, mm. he's trying to be on the baseball team in his middle school. Uh Izzy, she actually gets to catch the eye of one of the varsity swim guys. So oh, yeah. they kind of oh, they kind of yeah. hit it off. Uh, Gavin just wants to be loved by his dad and wants to be as good of an athlete of, of his dad, and they don't he don't really see it. So like these little little motives and everything, right? And these little character additions, fleshing these characters out. I thought they were just like for the hell of it but like they actually had meaning and i was i was actually impressed yeah. by that in the story that it was just like okay they're not just throwing this in here just to throw this out here and we'll never see it again um they actually like right. breadcrumbs for later on in the movie with it but the the one scene that's i'm talking thing, about is what's up i'm sorry i was at the the that's the one thing that was you know for me was good for the movie was those little breadcrumbs. And then you didn't, you, you had to walk the whole path to the end of the movie to understand like the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like just when, you know, he, you know, is in the water on accident for the first time all that didn't make any sense as to what that was a big deal about until the very end of the movie. Yeah. Which I was like, all right, well, you know, and um, it, it's all about that. that payoff. Works, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, basically the pool is haunted. The pool is almost a character itself. Um, yeah. The pool is, it is haunted and you don't really know why you just see it do weird things and weird things happen. Right. Amelia is, uh, in the pool at night, her boyfriend comes over while her parents are out to eat or whatever, and uh, she basically is in the sunken place, right? I guess that's what I call it. You know, I don't know what else to really call it, in the sunken place yeah, from, yeah. From, from, from Get Out, where she's in the pool, but she's, like, in this other weird supernatural realm of the pool. And Yeah, yeah. You know, was was very weird. Like, I thought that was actually a really cool scene. The, just the, the look and feel of it, but mm-hmm. like the explanation, right? I was looking for more of an explanation of like how that's even possible. And mm. even though it, even though it happened and we got through and we got to the next scene, like we still at the end of the movie, that's kind of where I was just like, okay, I want to like I kind of want to see like what the hell is more down there, like exploring more of that world a little bit. But we didn't really yeah, get that. Like say- yeah, even the, yeah, the whole movie didn't really explain why that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, was just, we got, it was just what it is. <laughs> it, it's just and then we got uh, Gavin Waller, Elliot as uh, Elliot, Gal- Gavin Warren as Elliot Waller, excuse me, and he has a situation during the day where he's swimming, swimming for quarters, and he thinks like his dad or his sister's helping him. Yeah, day swim. <laughs> it's the sequel. It's the prequel. You know what I mean? <laughs> day swim there, and um, you know he sees, hears the, the little girl, and kind of sees the person, 
in the drain of the pool as well. So it was just like, why, why call it Night Swim and then that happened? But then also the thing at the pool party with the dad happened as well. I'm like, that happened. It was beautiful yeah. and sunny out. Like, those two things happened during the day. Most gorgeous I think day. That was Most gorgeous just, day out. Like, what else am I going to do but hop in, hop in a haunted pool? If it's that damn hot outside, I myself is hopping in a hot on a, in a pool, man. I'll give a shit if it's haunted. It's 95 degrees outside, damn it. Pass me a Corona. <laughs> Hot as hell out here, man. You ain't, you ain't cracked yeah. that watermelon yet, bro? Come on. Not Come you. on, Eve. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah, it, it's just, it's just the thing, right? Like, you're you're in this pool and things are happening. Like you said, you think it's a a nighttime thing, but we have some daytime stuff, mm-hmm. and there's really no rhyme or reason to why the things are happening at the times they're happening. Yeah. Like, like if it, if it was all at nighttime, okay. The swims the the, the pool's haunted at nighttime. Not getting in that. That's night. the only time. That's the only time it's haunted. So <laughs> if you're out in the day, you're chilling, cool. But it's like, so it can happen whenever, whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah, something okay. weird <laughs> and haunted and supernatural can happen whenever the hell it wants to. Cool yeah, storytelling, yeah. guys. Um, <laughs> because if it was up to me, I'd still live there with the pool and be like, all right, guys, it's, um, daylight savings time. Uh, we got about yeah, so 10 more minutes. When the sun's, uh, over those trees back there, when it starts tucking <laughs> back behind those trees, no more pool time. <laughs> hey, sun's getting low, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh exactly. Man. So it was just that was just like really weird itself. And then, you know, you see the the different you never really get a good look at anybody, but except for like the little girl who who kind of died or drowned in the beginning of the movie, but you really don't get a good look at any of the other entities while they're ghouls and swimming monsters and stuff like that. So I don't I don't know. There was there was one one part where where a creepy monster like pulls up. Oh, you talk about like the the, yeah. the bald one with the weird eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you still didn't get like a full like. I was like, okay, can we get a yeah. shot like a full like a good gross, steady though. shot of him? Still it gross. happened way too quick. Oh, he was disgusting. Yes. Yeah, it it was like, super like gross. A, yeah, it looked like a like a black ooze slimer from Ghostbusters. Is what he kind of yeah. reminded me of. I mean, didn't really get much of like a, there, so. <laughs> Yep, agreed, agreed. All right here, man. We got um, Ben Sinclair as the pool tech. Just a good, like, he just knew what he, like, he knew this movie. He saw the script and was like, all right, yep, I'm going to deliver, deliver these lines the best I can. I'm going to be hilarious. I'm going to be stupid. This is literally, like, Ten minutes worth of work for me. I'm about to get paid, guys. Yeah, yeah. I all I had to do I, was, was slip on the stabbing board. It was great. Yeah, like my favorite character in this. <laughs> that him, was like he, him. He gets a mention. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely does. He definitely needs a mensch, man. Because everybody else is like, and I think him and the uh, her. Uh, Izzy Waller is the, the boyfriend that kind of popped in a couple times. Oh, yeah. Those two were the funny people in the movie. Agreed. Like, Agreed. Like when your boy was trying to leave, and he grabs his stuff, right? And he's like, she's like, you got to go back out the out the out over the fence or something. And then you don't, you see him sneak back behind her real quick, right? Like he comes back yeah. across the screen, and then he gets over to the gate, and he's like, oh, no, it's locked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was That was fantastic. It made me laugh oh, so yeah. good. It's like one of those extra moments that should get mm-hmm. an award. <laughs> you know, and then like the you could also talk about like tone as well of, of movies. 
like you want to set the tone for this and then you have the pool guy the pool tech guy right he's like yeah. making you laugh and it's levity you have the boyfriend and it's just like okay he's running away kisses her cute romantic moment and then he, he's like locked in there you know what I mean? more levity but you're always yeah. trying to like come back to uh the scary the the supernatural yeah. right so even even like the tone of the movie was kind of all over the place because it's kind of it's it's a movie where you can, it's hard to take serious to begin with but then when you you kind of have us uh captivated by a scene or something that has happened you almost take mm-hmm. us right out of that moment with these bits of levity the other person yeah. who did that throughout the movie is the effing real estate agent dog i have never met a real estate agent i actually enjoyed her character as well but i've never like yeah, this real funny. estate agent was just like in the, her first meeting she was like oh i'm gonna be i'm just working in the admin and she's like well it's never too late to uh go over, go over your dreams and there's just a it was just like what does that a even quiet, mean say- lady it was this really weird moment. <laughs> and then just the big reveal while she's cutting the watermelon about like what happened yeah. and explaining. And she's like, well, I didn't want to say anything to you. Your whole job is to tell her stuff before she buys the house. <laughs> she, in her defense, she did say she didn't know about it until after they had already signed all the papers. I'm going to be defense lawyer for her this one round. <laughs> this one round. Uh, but, like, she's just like Lawyered. A, she was just like the the town real estate agent. Like, she's there, like, coming yeah. to the pool party and, you know, it's like, all right, cool. But as soon um, as she gets a little bit of that, little bit of that, that rum jello in her, she starts spilling the beans, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's only for the adults. That's not not a kid's cake, right? <laughs> she starts spilling the beans, man, about this. Well, yeah, yeah. kid died back in the back in the nineties. <laughs> it's like you could have told me, all right? Okay, well, uh, yeah. you just at my damn pool party and all these my damn God. kids in here, and you ain't gonna tell me that shit. Well, you have a family like with with Ray, Izzy, and Elliot that the whole movie they don't get to like really be fun or funny. Like, yeah, they have a few scenes like the opening scene where they're like all when they're first in the pool, right? And they're having a good time. After that, that's it. It's it's true. It's, mess and tragedy from that point on to the end of the movie. So like even while they're having this pool party, Carrie's like watching out or excuse me, Eve is watching out the window and is like nervous about the whole thing. Yeah. So Yep. You gotta have a a real estate agent to come and be the (laughs) comedic relief, I guess. And cool. she definitely was as drunk as she yeah. was off her own damn rum jello. So, <laughs> wow. All right, man. So this was a uh, you know bl- let me say this is a Blumhouse film. Also, it's yeah. Atomic Monster film. So it's J- James Wan and Jason Blum who co-produced with their uh, s- studios. Uh, this is a smaller scale movie. Yeah, and with that. Uh, you know the the look and feel is definitely one like suburban small town. Um, yeah, you know, and we spend a lot of time at the house because if we spent any more time anywhere else, it'd be like this was night swim. Why the hell are we spending so much time on the freaking baseball field? Or why are we at the kids' yeah, pool? Yeah. Why are we at the kids' pool? Uh, you know, while, while, why are we watching her tryouts and stuff like that? And crazy stuff is happening, right? So I do like that they mm-hmm. kept it small and they kept it very intimate to the home in the pool in that backyard. I agree. You know, I did appreciate that because some people can take a concept. Some some movie makers take a concept and they try to expand them on it as much as possible to make it a full length movie. And 
we're places where we don't need to be, right? You know how like yeah, the levity yeah. kind of took us out of the seriousness and the scary or whatever in this movie. If they would have added a couple of more scenes of her at the swim meet or him actually playing a baseball game or whatever, we would have been totally out of it. It would have been like I, this movie yeah. makes no sense. You know what I mean? So that was that was a, that's a how cool you part. And that's how you end up with a long, boring movie. Yeah. Right? You know, stick stick to the concept, which is the the haunted pool. Mm-hmm. I yeah, definitely appreciated good job. Uh, that there. And then the music, man i I liked it in the moments where. It wasn't memorable, but I did like it in the moments where it was not even there. That that that's how not overwhelming Mark Corbin's musical score was for this. It's just like the best part of these movies is when it was this straight silence, and that's where all this mm. prototypical supposed to be scary moments were. That's what yeah. I would have enjoyed more. You know what I mean? Like, his score yeah. not memorable at all. So, yeah, like he also did like 2021's Black the Black Phone, and like that was a score that like you understood, you felt it matched the tone of that movie, um, right? And like I I loved the score along with that movie. This one is just it just didn't hit on any cylinders, and I actually liked it when it was just like the the water. When you heard the water splashing or moving, yeah, yeah, in the pool and stuff like that, like that was the scary thing. So, cool. All right, man. Um, a theme. What you got? Uh, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. No, um, this movie, man, it's it's more like once again, you have to get to a certain part to understand why this pool is attacking them and you know yeah. being all supernatural and stuff like that but it's about your want out of life right the the lead character white russell's ray he his want the thing that he wants more than anything is he feels most powerful when he has a baseball bat in his hand and he's cracking it you know over yeah you know out, out of the ball ballpark right into the stands and stuff that's where he feels most power powerful and he would love to get back to that you know and this is something that us as guys we don't ever want to feel weak we don't want to feel weak in front of our wives we don't want to feel weak in front of our friends yeah. our family and stuff like that we want to be the most strongest powerful us as possible and so when you're not that's you know you you wish for for more and maybe he didn't know like this movie he didn't know what he was doing like he didn't like sign up for yeah, let me yeah. be you know it just kind of just naturally happened through the course of the movie and the and the events that that happened of how he yeah. got taken over by this entity in the pool or whatever and we didn't know that either um, we didn't know that yeah. either until the very end of the movie yeah, to the man is in the pool with his eyes in the back of his head. We're like, oh, something's happening to you, Wyatt. Mm. You should probably get that checked out, bro. You know what I mean? Like, go see a doctor, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go see, go see Doctor Phil or something, bro. Um, ASAP, Doctor Phil. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I think, think the theme of this man honorary is uh, honorary doctor. Gotcha. <laughs> um, doctor Doolittle, maybe. I, you know, somebody. There you go. Um. Yeah. But no, like find your a cat, maybe. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Damn, you threw me off my game, guys. Yeah, uh, no, I, was, me, I, I said it, and then I was. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> okay, no. um, no, but uh, as far as the theme, right, is like understanding your place in life now, and understanding that things are might not go back the way that they were but you still have beautiful things in your life and don't sacrifice those just for a return to glory. Right. I think that's kind of what wrapped up in this supernatural horror film about a stupid pool was, is a story about a man who wants to return to the gore, the glory uh, and would sacrifice his, his family, one of his kids 
hmm. change the dynamic of his family forever. So um, that, 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 that's what I see as a theme. All right, JV, that's our conversation about 2024s. Off to a good start, man. One no. film down in, in, the, in the new year. One down. Night Swim. <laughs> JV, give mm-hmm. me your thoughts and ratings on this, brother. Yeah, uh, interesting, interesting movie. Um, you know, it didn't really turn out as uh, bad as I thought it was going to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually a lot, a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, it was uh, the, w- the way they told the story and kind of didn't explain everything right off the bat kind of kept you intrigued, but it also at the same time made you be like, I don't understand. I don't know why this is happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah, they, yeah. I think they, I think they held on to that a little too long. Like uh, the reveal of why this is happening because mm-hmm. there was so much up to that point that made you like, say okay this is kind of stupid right now yeah there's a point where you're like all right guys we understand it's haunted it can do bad things yeah it almost killed a kid in a pool like okay why is it doing it now like tell us and we still had to wait a while yeah 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 um but all in all like i said it ended up like the payoff for it was not bad um, and the movie itself, all the actors and everything was pretty good for the most part. Um, I'm going to give it three buckets this week. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, man. It's actually a pretty decent movie. It just, I just wish the payoff for the story would have came a little sooner. Yeah. Then it wouldn't have been, like, then it wouldn't have been as as weird feeling as it was like trying to understand why this was all happening when it was happening or why it was happening. Gotcha. What about you? Yeah. Um, White Russell and Carrie Condon. I almost called her Carrie Russell. That's totally, totally different. Um, they, they bring really good performances to this film. Uh, Yep. You under, you understand, you know, how and why they navigate through this film and their motivations and their actions and and everything. Right? You even understand like to even like the tidbits in there where it's just like, Yeah, I, I've been diving before I could 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 walk, right? Uh Eve's character said at one point at the pool party and then we yep. see her dive after her, her kid in the in the in the deep zone or wherever the hell that that is that was still unexplained. Um, you know, I thought that was like a good like. Okay, we got a little bit of tidbit. We got a little, little something here, and the payoff yeah. is here. I appreciated that. I I agree with you with like the payoff of the what the hell is finally going on with this pool? Like what what is it? Right, we're not watching a a. Um, Hercule Perot, Kenneth Bragna movie. I, I, you know, I don't need to wait till the last fifteen <laughs> minutes to understand, right? Like, let's yeah, get to yeah. it now, guys. Like, we kept on drawing it out, drawing it, and then when we were like in the middle of understanding, it was just like it was a word vomit. It was a this is exactly what it is, and yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like the better movies are like Oppenheimer, where we learn by like visually seeing things unfold and they do it in inception they do it in a couple other chris chris Nolan's really really good at that right but there's other yeah, movies yeah. where like like this one where the person word vomits exactly what this thing is or what this entity is and it's just like yeah that um that wasn't even enjoyable to learn about it so when we finally get there yeah i'm like yes finally awesome okay that was a crappy cop-out way of explaining it to us. You could have done it way better. Yeah. Well, it's like a super slow thing, right? Like, it's all these mm-hmm. little events 
people almost dying. Yeah. Uh, and it goes all the way to that point you said, and then all of a sudden, the the action and the climax of the movie happens right then. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Now that we know, now that we know, now it's time for all the bad things to happen. Um. You know. Why did this? At that point, you start thinking, why is this thing not just do what it needed to do the first time they got in the pool? That's why this movie gets two buckets of popcorn for me, sir. I, I love I love the performances, but the execution of this film, the the weight and everything, it was just too. It was just like not fun of a movie and i'm not even like a big horror supernatural type of like movie fan uh but when i go to see a movie there still needs to hit these type of thing like you know these lines these measures in a movie and this one failed on a lot of different levels um yeah but i do like wyatt russell man he's actually a really good actor (laughs) Well, really well, good. Like, when I was, really enjoyed him. When I'm in the in the theater, I don't feel all of these things like why is this not paying off or why did this happen so late? Yeah. In this particular movie, when I was in the theater, I'm like, okay, things are happening. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's happening next? And enjoying the characters for the most part. And then when the payoff does come, I'm like, okay, now the rest of it makes sense. So my, my experience in the theater wasn't that bad. It was afterwards where I'm like, okay, yeah, that wasn't, that, that was a, I wish this would happen this way. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed, Just try to think about it. For me, it's kind of what my, my, my reaction to seeing the the creatures and the stuff like that in the theater was not that bad. That's why it's two buckets of popcorn from this guy. Two Fair thumbs. enough. These two thumbs don't mean a two, two. thumbs up. It's more no, like a two uh, no finger guns. No finger, finger guns, guns from this guy. Thank you, subscribers. To this week's episode talking through 2024's Night Swim. Next week we'll be discussing the F. Gary Gray heist film. Lift. And that's streaming on Netflix. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me across all socials. I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me across all socials at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I'll keep your ass out the pool. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>